0: U.S. gun manufacturers are hoping to protect the hacienda as the Mexican government levels a lawsuit against them. It looks like it didn't take nuclear weapons, or F-15s, for the Taliban to take on our wilted commander in sleep. And our 2A for today modern militiamen spotlight is focused in on San Antonio, Texas, where a woman's road rage turned into a rampage shooting and our 2A for today modern militiamen stepped in to neutralize a threat and secure their community. Welcome to 2A for Today. 2A for Today is a program where we explore all things Second Amendment, all things that protect, threaten, and violate the Second Amendment rights of all Americans. My name is Zo, and I'm the host of 2A for today. U.S. gun manufacturers are hoping to protect the hacienda as the Mexican government levels a lawsuit against them. The Mexican government is lobbing a Hail Mary deep into the heart of the federal courts, which is bound to be slapped down. And it is picked. Mexico has filed the lawsuit against U.S. gun manufacturers and distributors alleging that the companies are directly making an effort to help military-style weapons get in the hands of the drug cartels. The lawsuit argues that, for decades, the government and its citizens have been victimized by a deadly flood of military-style and other particularly lethal guns that flows from the U.S. across the border, the foreseeable result of the defendant's deliberate actions and business practices. Foreign Secretary Marcelo Ebrard claims that the Mexican government's relief would make the defendant companies compensate the government of Mexico for the damage caused by their negligent practices. The accusation is that gun companies design, market, distribute, and sell guns in ways they know routinely arm the drug cartels in Mexico. They cite the Colt 38 caliber Emiliano Zapata 1911 as proof. The engraved gold-plated pistol boasts the famous Zapata saying that it's better to die standing than to live on your knees. However, it's pretty common for gun companies to market firearms after infamous characters like the Bonnie and Clyde limited edition, semi-automatic version of the M1928 Thompson. Mexico doesn't have a second amendment. There's no citizen militia. Their rigid and draconian gun laws make everyone in the country insecure, guaranteeing that the bad guys will be the better armed in trade than their citizenry. As a result, law-abiding Mexicans suffer at the hands of lawbreakers who traffic an estimated 200,000 firearms illegally by way of the southern border from the US and the Mexico every year. The Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act is essentially gonna make their legal case null. As well, there's been an increase in Chinese weapons flowing into our southern neighbor's jurisdiction as well. Though it's fair to want to control the cartels, it's out of hand for the Mexican government to try and use our government to do it against our fellow citizens. Lawrence Keene, Senior Vice President and General Counsel of the National Shooting Sports Foundation launched a counteroffensive thusly. These allegations are baseless the Mexican government is responsible for the rampant crime and corruption within their own borders. Rather than seeking to scapegoat law-abiding American businesses, Mexican authorities must focus their efforts on bringing their cartels to justice. It appears that the Mexican government is simply using this ceremonial act to get the U.S. to Mexico gun trafficking on the radar of their gun control fellows in the Biden administration, who've been salivating over attempting an assault weapons ban and the like. So, the petty tyrants share a misguided policy initiative. Wonder Twin -twin powers powers activate. activate Form of a seagull. They will likely gather up their armed security teams and sit down to plan ways to make citizens on both sides of the border more insecure. It looks like it didn't take nuclear weapons or F-15s for the Taliban to take on our wilted commander in sleep. Everyone knows that Joe blew it. How did President Biden get this so wrong? A fiasco a debacle where is the president and why isn't he out there now where is the president but this is Joe Biden's he made this decision even though Joe is making every effort to blame everyone else so what's happened Afghanistan political leaders gave up and fled the country if a manager convinces an owner that he can manage a business better is it the spurned former managers fault that the new manager cannot handle the complicated business that the former manager made look easy? Sorry to keep you waiting, complicated business. Complicated. So, why did the Afghani people run? Why were they willing to cling to the fuselage of a C-17 and fall hundreds of feet to their death trying to escape a relatively small band of Taliban rebels? I'll tell you why. We taught them standing army instead of citizen militia. If our US military would have solely trained every single community to organize and train every single community (laughs) to be armed for the defense of their neighbor, if we would have prepared the general populace to take up arms and defend their communities as a citizen militia, then the Afghani people would have likely had the nerve to make a stand. Instead, we taught them to rely on American power and the power of their standing army, their designated military people. So the people instantly lost heart and acquiesced without a fight. We shouldn't be traipsing the globe, spreading demonic and deadly democracy anyway. We should be spreading liberty and encouraging people to band together to defend their creator given liberties from evildoers. And it starts with the citizen militia. That's how it started here in the US. Every man armed and trained for the defense of their neighbor. And our 2A for Today Modern Militiamen Spotlight is focused in on San Antonio, Texas, where a woman's road rage turned into a rampage shooting, and our two-way for today modern militiamen stepped in to neutralize the threat and secure their community. Deep in the heart of Texas, a woman lost control of her vehicle and slammed into a parked car. Good Samaritans poured out of their homes to check on the driver and see if she needed medical attention, only to be met with gunfire. Her wild firing hit three people, one terminally and two critically injured. While the woman is venting her anger indiscriminately, our 2A for today modern militiamen engaged the threat. During the shooting, a neighbor from a nearby residence uh, intervenes, comes to the aids of the victims, opens fire on our suspect, striking her multiple times. The rampage shooter was fatally shot and the mass shooting was averted. But this is a very important lesson for all of us who seek to do good and love our neighbors, that we should keep our eyes peeled, our heads on a swivel, and make sure that we make every effort to ensure that as many good people who have purchased weapons get trained for the defense of our neighbors and learn how to interact with law enforcement post-incident. Now that concludes our program for today but again in the coming weeks and months two-way for today we'll be talking to experts, scholars, trainers, and all forms of gun rights activists and second amendment proponents to answer the many questions that we all have and unpack the various laws and trespasses of our rights that have already been enacted and those that are on the horizon. Again, if the second amendment's important to you, make sure to subscribe to the new American magazine and get on the top daily headlines mailing list so that you get an email alert anytime we upload a video or stream a live event. And share these videos with your family and friends who feel the same. For those that are riding the fence between liberty and tyranny, we need a little more convincing. You've been watching 2A for today. My name is Zoe. Post your comments or questions and we'll try to address as many as we can as fast as we can in the coming weeks and months. Thank you for watching 2 Way for today.